You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. The shadow brokers say they've pwned the equation group and with it NSA attack code. Guccifer 2.0 gets a lot more polished. A bogus quad router patch is serving malware in Google's Play Store. Vaultrax evolution. Someone's watching the Veracrypt audit. Iran looks into possible cyber causes of oil and gas facility fires. Fake Pokemon installers have trainers choosing ransomware. No more polka stops in the Flukhaven. And British lawyers get a license to hunt hackers. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Tuesday, August 16th, 2016. A group calling itself the Shadow Brokers has placed files online they say they obtained by hacking the Equation Group, widely believed to be associated with the U.S. NSA. To review some history, Kaspersky Labs described the Equation Group in February 2015. Most of the Equation Group's targets were reported to be in Afghanistan, India, Iran, Mali, Pakistan, Russia, and Syria. The actor was believed to be associated with both Stuxnet and Flame. Kaspersky was and remains circumspect about attribution, but F-Secure has in the past offered the opinion that Equation Group's firmware exploits were NSA products. The shadow brokers offer what they characterize as NSA malware for 1 million Bitcoin, about $568 million, which is an outrageously high price. The samples they've posted strike researchers as interesting and even possibly genuine, but analysts are a long way from reaching firm conclusions about either the shadow brokers or the equation group, or indeed about the files in question. The posted files don't appear, at least on quick inspection, to be recent. Their date stamps are no later than 2012, but of course that's not yet dispositive. Date stamps can be manipulated. Security researchers are looking closely at the files and will be sharing their conclusions, insights, opinions, speculations, and so on as the story develops. The Shadow Brokers blog was offline as of this morning, but HackRead captured some representative prose before it vanished. We read it verbatim, but you will have to imaginatively supply the accent yourself. Quote, We follow Equation Group traffic. We find Equation Group source range. We hack Equation Group. We find many, many Equation Group cyber weapons. You see pictures. We give you some Equation Group files free, you see. This is good proof, no? You enjoy. You break many things. You find many intrusions. You write many words. But not all. We are auctioned the best files. End quote. So there you are. The best files would have to be very good indeed to fetch the asking price. The prose is noteworthy, if only because it reads like a screenwriter's conception of the way a hacktivist would talk. To fill out the scene, all that's needed is a figure in a hoodie crouched over a keyboard, tapping vigorously and saying, I am in, or better yet, all your attack code are belong to us. 
It's worth noting that another high-profile hacker, Guccifer 2.0, now almost universally regarded as a Russian sock puppet vigorously waving a Romanian false flag, has recently shifted his or her or their persona away from hacktivist and toward sophisticated leaker. He or she or they has released more documents related to the compromise of U.S. Democratic Party networks, specifically some belonging to the Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee. As Motherboard notes, Guccifer 2.0 has evolved from a stage hacktivist, complete with broken English, something between Ensign Chekhov's dialect and that of the Hekawi tribe from F Troop, into a polished, fluent leaker without any of the linguistic stigmatic earlier on display. The FBI has expanded its inquiry into political season hacking as leaks show that many more accounts were compromised than just a few at the Democratic National Committee. Quadrooter might not be as much of a threat to Android users as some of the initial scare stories made it out to be, but one fix is snake oil, and not only snake oil, but venomous snake oil at that. Someone has posted a bogus Quadrooter patch in the Google Play Store. Don't go there. It's malware. One continuing threat that should be taken seriously is Vautrack, recently found in newly virulent forms out in the wild. We spoke with Hardik Modi, Director of Threat Research at Fidelis Cybersecurity. He told us what Fidelis has discovered about Vautrack and its most recent evolutions. So Vautrack is is highly regarded banking trojan, which means essentially when when you have an infection, it's um, monitoring for access to mainly banking sites. For the victim, what it's doing is monitoring access to such sites, and when it sees uh, an access, it grabs the credentials from the browser. So there's a web inject, and it, it looks in the browser, sees that the credentials have been entered. It captures a copy of that and transfers it up to up to the command and control server. It's fairly trivial to go capture, you know, the user ID, the password, uh, get that get that to their central location, and then you know after that they uh, essentially wreak havoc by stealing money and you know, doing the thing that, that criminals do. And so uh, you all have been tracking the evolution of this, and, and uh, there's some changes that have happened recently that caught your attention. That's right. That's right. Uh, the first of those updates is in how it discovers the command and control infrastructure. In particular, what it, what it has done is now uh, introduced dynamically, you know, domain generation algorithm, a DGA, uh, into the code base so that it now, you know, instead of trying to reach out to a specific site to conduct command and control, it walks through a dynamically generated list of domains, you know, tries to connect to each one of them. When it succeeds at a connection, you know, that's when it, re- it recognizes that there's, an, there's active command and control and it kind of proceeds from there. So after it has a successful connection to the DGA kind of generated site, uh, it downloads a static configuration list of further domains to go connect to. So by by doing this, the adversary ensures that you know it is difficult for law enforcement and for researchers such as ourselves to go and confiscate their infrastructure since it could be located at any of the, the domains that are generated that are part of the list. The second change that we saw was that they've started using uh, SSL to encrypt communications to the command and control server. Now this is mildly interesting but what what really caught our attention was the fact that it actually checks the ssl certificate that is returned from the server and it knows what what certificate to expect and in instances where command and control maybe there's a man in the middle an ssl interception that's uh, been conducted either either through like authorized devices in uh, inside the enterprise or through 
maybe maybe a researcher like us kind of you know trying to use a fake network to look at the traffic it will recognize that this has occurred and it will actually seize communication at that point basically go to sleep and uh, wait until the next attempt to retry the connection and so in this way it can it can evade detection inside enterprise environments where somebody might be trying to inspect the SSL traffic. This certificate checking is also known as certificate pinning, SSL pinning, and it's the first time that we've seen SSL pinning in the context of a malware family in the crime domain. That's Hardik Modi from Fidelis Cybersecurity. They've got a blog post with more information on the Vautrek Trojan online at threatgeek.com. Parties unknown seem to be monitoring communications related to the ongoing Veracrypt security audit. The Open Source Technology Improvement Fund, OSTIF, says, quote, We have now had a total of four email messages disappear without a trace, stemming from multiple independent senders. Not only have the emails not arrived, but there is no trace of the emails in our sent folders. In the case of OSTIF, this is the Google Apps business version of Gmail where these sent emails have disappeared. This suggests that outside actors are attempting to listen in on and or interfere with the audit process, end quote. OSTIF regards these attentions as a badge of honor along the lines of, if nation-states are interested, we must be doing something right, which is one way of looking at it. Iranian authorities investigate the possibility of a cyber attack, or at least a skate of failure, in recent fires at oil and gas facilities. This seems so far, on the strength of sketchy reports, to be a judgment of theoretical possibility as opposed to one based on clear evidence. We're sure that you, like us, would feel bereft if there were nothing about Pokemon Go and security news. But there are two stories today. Bleeping Computer has found ransomware representing itself as a Pokemon Go installation app, and German civil aviation authorities are trying to get Pokestops removed from the secure areas of airports. And finally, they may not be issuing letters of mark and reprisal, but London's Metropolitan Police seem to have taken a step in that direction. They'll be experimenting with a program in which they'll turn evidence of cybercrime over to lawyers, encouraging them to sue the hackers. The lawyers will be able to keep what they win. This would remove some cybercrimes to the sphere of civil law. So good hunting solicitors, we guess. But we're also surprised that the plaintiff's bar in the United Kingdom needs encouragement to sue. Maybe things are different over there? And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security 
by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. And I'm joined once again by Dr. Vikram Sharma. He's the founder and CEO of Quintessence Labs. They're one of our academic and research partners. Dr. Sharma, I know you at Quintessence are kind of at the leading edge of blending cybersecurity with advanced physics with all of the work that you do with uh, quantum technology. And so tell me, what are some of the challenges and what are some of the opportunities when you're right at that leading edge of both security and physics? Uh, yes, indeed. The uh, seed technology on which uh, Quintessence Labs was founded was uh, some research that came out of the Australian National University in the area of quantum key distribution. The capability or the science was about harnessing some quantum effects on highly tuned lasers to transport encryption keys securely between two locations. As we took this uh, technology out into the commercial space, one of the key challenges was how to take a scientific implementation of quantum key distribution, which was on an optical table, something like uh, about six feet by three feet, and translate this into a product that would operate in a commercial environment. This certainly meant uh, some further work on the science but equally and perhaps even more so on the engineering side as some of the capabilities and the, uh, and the techniques required to translate this science into product had to be developed for the first time in, in our labs. Looking at the opportunity side of it, what's been very interesting is to see that in the science in and of itself was was interesting and provide some unique capabilities but to develop products that would make sense for the market meant a blending of that science with conventional cybersecurity capabilities the opportunity that we saw was to come up with a, a synthesis of uh, key management capabilities with the true random number generation coming from the quantum source. All right, Dr. Vikram Sharma, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire.
And that's The Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, listeners. We're always looking for ways to improve the N2K CyberWire network and maintain the intelligence-driven news experience that keeps you in the know on the latest developments in cybersecurity. We've launched our 2024 audience survey and would love for you to take a few minutes to share your feedback. And hey, there's even a chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card if you complete the survey. Visit cyberwire.com survey. That's cyberwire.com survey and share your feedback now. Now.